The mountains are calling. Let's escape the noise. This is episode 42 of the Just Trek podcast. Welcome to the Just Trek podcast, where elevation is our recreation. This is your host, Justin Just Rock Ramon, coming to you from Los Angeles. On this show, you will hear stories and adventures from inspirational hikers, explorers, weekend warriors, to even creatives in the LA community and beyond. Join the Just Trek crew on our journey to True North. We aim to inspire, motivate, and elevate you to a higher state of well being. You can follow us on Instagram at just.trek. Facebook.com slash Just Trek Official and our website, JustTrek.net. Just Trek crew, what it do? And here we are in 2022. This is your host, Just Rock. And on this episode, I'm just riding solo. No special guest, just me sharing my thoughts towards the most special peak in my outdoor journey. My first episode of 2022 will be dedicated to Sandstone Peak. For those of you not too familiar, Sandstone Peak is the tallest peak in the Santa Monica Mountains, deep in Malibu. It stands at 3,114 feet, and it is about a one-hour drive up the PCH from downtown Santa Monica. It is hands down one of the most stunning and special landscapes in all of LA, especially during sunrise, the sunset, and the full moon. This was the hike that set me on a new path, allowed me to reinvent myself, and helped me to discover my true north. Looking back and reflecting on 2021, one thing that really stood out to me was that I found myself making the pilgrimage to Sandstone Peak numerous times, more so than any other year prior. It is my number one favorite peak, and as some of my hiking crewmates say, Sandstone Peak number one, or Sandstone Forever. That being said, let's get this episode started, and I hope you enjoy my memoir to Sandstone Peak in the Santa Monica Mountains and learn more about why this peak holds such a special place in my heart. Before we jump into the conversation, I want to let you know that the Just Trek merch store is officially live right now. If you would like to support my podcast journey and represent Just Trek on your adventures, please make sure to check out justtrek.net slash shop. That is J-U-S-T-T-R-E-K dot N-E-T slash shop. We currently have new merch available for purchase. I appreciate you all so much, and now let's get back to the show. Do you remember when you last fell in love with something? Do you remember how it made you feel? Do you remember how it all began? Well, I do. It was a sunset hike on Sandstone Peak, and it was life-changing. It was a feeling that I hadn't felt in so long. A feeling that I might have discovered something that I was going to become very passionate about, like when I first discovered dance. And you're probably first wondering, how did I discover Sandstone Peak? Well, before I jump right into answering that, I must preface everything first. Prior to 2017, I was nothing outdoorsy whatsoever. I never bagged any peaks or hiked. You know, my only hiking experience was doing the Culver City stairs once in a blue moon 
and going to the beach. If anything, my lifestyle was the exact opposite. I was immersed in the underground hip-hop breakdancing scene for over 13 plus years, making a name for myself battling, performing, organizing, and even was a talent manager for a celebrity dance group for two years. And from the years 2014 through 2017, roughly, I stopped dancing and I pursued other interests and career opportunities during those times. And it was also during these times, I was just going through a period in my life where I felt uninspired, lost, and fell into depressive episodes where I wouldn't want to even get out of my bed at times. I just felt like I was trapped in this state of inertia. I fell into the trap of constantly comparing myself to others to where I was in life. You know, I reached a career ceiling at the job I was previously at. I gave all my energy to everyone else except me and gave my energy to people that didn't even deserve my energy. A lot of people pleasing. Saying yes to everything and not understanding the power of the word no and setting boundaries. And since I stopped dancing, that left a major void in me. I was really immersed in this scene. And that was my identity for over 13 plus years. I was Just Rock the Dope B-Boy. Just Rock the Dope event producer. And, you know, I no longer had a physical, mental, and creative outlet that I turned to anymore. Now that I think back to it. I filled that void with events, partying, different distractions. And I also noticed I was clinging onto older versions of myself that no longer served me anymore or served my purpose. And that in itself just started to become toxic. So all of these things eventually led to me getting a gym membership again over at LA Fitness. So once I started getting my gym routine down, you know, I would hit the the gym maybe like three, four times a week, hit the sauna, do cardio, work on abs, core, you know, the whole thing. I had the thought that, okay, this is cool. Like I'm feeling good about myself. What can I do on the weekends to supplement all this instead of just going to the gym? You know, there's nothing wrong with the gym, but it just felt like, you know, I would see the same faces. I would see the same spaces and there's nothing wrong with it. Like I said, you know, I know the gym for a lot of people is their sanctuary, but on the weekends I wanted something where I would get a good workout in, but like felt like something different each time I did it. So the thought of hiking just kind of popped into my mind. And I want to get into this real quick because I think it's really important. Um, If you find yourself, you know, not in a good headspace or depressed and you're just feeling lost in life, this is really crucial to just improving your overall well-being and mental health is this uh, getting into something physically active, get into any physical activity. Um, There's this phrase or quote that I really believe in, and it goes, if you can change your physiology, you can change your psychology. I got it from this guy named Jim Quick. He's like this brain performance coach for high performing individuals, you know, like Elon Musk and even like celebrities like Will Smith. So people like of that caliber, right? And it's just, it's really important to understand this because if you do something physical, you know, it can really turn the wheel and open up your mind and get you going and just like stacking little wins and momentum. You know, the more you do it, the more you feel better about yourself because you're just becoming more physically fit. The endorphins are kicking and the more consistent you are about it, it just starts to slowly change how you view things, how you view yourself. Now, I know it's tricky because if you're in a bad headspace or you're not in a good place in your life, you're not motivated to do these things. 
But at some point, you got to just literally force yourself to get on out there and do something like running, swimming, hiking, whatever that activity is to break a sweat. Physical activity, hands down, is one of the most crucial and number one things to help you get out of a bad headspace and to climb out of a hole. So keep that in mind if you're going through something right now. And so to answer how did I first discover Sandstone Peak, it was the absence of dance in my life that led me to the mountains. Let me explain. So back in April 2017, that was when my hiking journey began. I discovered a bunch of hikes in Malibu through the Modern Hiker blog. Shout out to Casey Schreiner. This blog is absolutely amazing. Um, the articles are just so well written in such a way that makes you just want to explore everything that the LA Grand Outdoors has to offer. And it's a really big, it's actually one of the biggest blogs in the West Coast uh, and most comprehensive. And the first hike, you know, the backtrack real quick, you know, as any hiking newbie, I just went on Google and I knew I wanted to hike in Malibu. So I typed hikes in Malibu. And the first article that popped up, I remember, was Coral Canyon, and it was written by the modern hiker. And let me mention something real quick. Coral Canyon back in 2017 was absolutely stunning. And it just had all these wildflowers when I did it. There was like butterflies everywhere. And then the ocean is literally right next to you. It was just an incredible view. And it was such an easy hike. It was only like 1.5 miles. But I somehow also got lost up there, um, which is kind of funny. But... Now it does not look the same because it got hit by those wildfires a few years back. And it's just more got this like brown kind of color. looks kind of dead. Um, yes, it's still beautiful that it's near the ocean, but it just does not look the same. And that was the first hike I ever did. It's also located next to the Malibu Seafood Shack. So it's in that area if you are familiar. And the Malibu Seafood Shack is such a great place to grub, especially if you like seafood. One of my favorite places to eat, definitely, in uh, Malibu. And it's right there at the trailhead of Coral Canyon. So it's kind of uh, situated in the most ideal spot ever. And I had so much fun that day doing Coral Canyon. And then we went further up to Point Doom. Uh, I was actually with my crewmate, Mark Nieto. Uh, he's a close family friend of mine. And he was actually my episode one guest on the podcast. And we went to Point Doom and we scrambled down to these secluded beaches and really enjoyed just exploring. And I always remember there was a seal down there that was like really big and it was just like posing for everyone. It was like super cool as if it was like an IG model or something. And yeah, I did two hikes or explorations that day. And I thought to myself that, okay, this is really cool. Like going outdoors and just exploring and hiking a little bit. This is kind of cool. And then the following week, I remember I did Murphy's Ranch, which is the old abandoned Nazi camp uh, in the Pacific Palisades area of the Santa Monica Mountains. And this hike was really cool. Very unique, very historical, eerie buildings. You know, you're in the forest. There's also these cool like uh, uh, graffitied out like uh, buildings that like have so much like artwork on them. And that was a really cool hike to do as well, you know, as my uh, following my first week of hiking. And then the following week, I went to Coachella. But then it was the week after Coachella, the music festival, 
that I came across Sandstone Peak. And I discovered it because I did more Googling since I really enjoyed hiking in Malibu. So I kept Googling hikes in Malibu. And then as I was just like going through all the modern hiker articles, Sandstone Peak popped up. And it really caught my attention because when I read the article, it said it's the tallest mountain in the Santa Monica Mountains. I was like, ooh, that sounds like something I want to do. And when I saw the stats, it was said uh, three miles. It was 1.5 miles up and 1.5 miles down. I was like, okay, that sounds that sounds feasible. Looks like it's a very long drive from where I am, but uh, it'll be worth it, I think. So I went up there with Mark Nieto, and we started so late. We started like at, I want to say we started at the trailhead at like 3 or 4 p.m. And we accidentally ended up doing it as a sunset hike. <laughs> we didn't mean to do it as that. We were just going, you know, um, when we were both available. And let me tell you, that day, it was April 29th, 2017. That's when I was like, oh, this is a real hike because that 1.5 miles up, it was a constant climb. It was a constant incline. And the actual terrain itself was very rocky, a lot of loose scree. It wasn't a fire road. It was literally like the trail was, you could feel the rocks underneath of your foot because I was just wearing like, you know, sneakers at that time. I didn't even have like proper trail runners or hiking boots. So all the rocks I really felt. And I was like, okay, this is a real hike. Like next time I need to come prepared. And so as we're trekking up these 1.5 miles and we're getting close to the top, I noticed there's like a route. It's like a rock scramble route. And it looked like it would get up to the summit quicker. And it caught my attention. And I was like, yo, Mark, let's let's go up this route. He's like, okay, sure. And so we scrambled up. And I think we got to about halfway to the summit of this rock scramble route. And I remember I looked back and my eyes just glowed because I'd never seen views of what I saw just in front of me. I saw all of these mountain layers. I saw like Oxnard in the distance. I saw the valley in the distance. I saw the ocean in the distance. And I just sat down. And I was like, whoa, I'm getting pretty high up there. And I've never seen views like this. I felt nowhere close to Los Angeles, guys. So after I took a moment... Uh, from the rock scrambling, took a break. Uh, we scrambled up the final portion and pushed for the peak. And let me tell y'all, when I reached the top and I saw the the uh, the sandstone peak plaque, it says uh, Mount Allen, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it says Mount Allen. And I looked all around me. I was like, oh my God. I felt so high up because you could see the ocean in the distance. And the 360 degree views were just so spectacular. And the sun was setting. So when the sun was setting, it was setting over the Pacific Ocean and it was so close to us. I would look around myself and I noticed that all the mountain peaks around me were all like glowing. Like the whole world was glowing. It's just in that particular area, the way the sun sets, the way the sun hits the mountains there, it just bounces off everywhere. And it just feels like you're in this like, like, like the whole like mountain range around you is just like lit up. It's it was such a treat. And I just had this like intense feeling up there and like epiphany that I might have discovered something that I would begin to feel passionate about, you know, when I first discovered dance. 
And I first discovered breakdancing and dance like back in 2000. So that was a long time ago. And so it was just so crazy for me to have this intense feeling up there. Like I discovered something so special, you know, because I'd never seen views like this before. I'd never been this high up. And it like really opened up my mind to this new like passion or hobby that I was getting into. Like, hey, I'm an explorer. Like I'm a hiker. You know, (laughs) I got up here. It was a climb to get up here. I was tired, but I made it. You know, I was proud of myself, even though now that I look back, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> but at the time, it was a big deal. And that's why this peak is so special to me. It opened up my mind and awakened the inner outdoor adventure that was inside of me. Yeah, that day was, I can never get it out of my mind. It's just like forever embedded in my memory. Like up there during sunset is just, it's a must. It's, in my opinion, the best place to experience a sunset. And then after we enjoyed ourselves at the summit of Sandstone Peak, you know, it was time to descend, but we didn't have any headlamps because we were newbies. We made that crucial mistake. Our headlamps were just our iPhones, the iPhone flash, which I mean is not a bad contingency plan. But that's assuming that your phone has enough battery. And we didn't have, you know, portable chargers or portable batteries at that time. So I was using like my last like 15% up because I was using it all up on the uh, videos and photos. You know, I was capturing all this content during the hike up. And the descent down was so beautiful. I would remember like we... uh we were playing a little bit of music, you know, to kind of like distract us from like, you know, descending down in the dark, you know, because it's pretty eerie if you've never done something like that. And in this area, it's very isolated and it's a very dark area, um, the Sandstone Peak and Santa Monica Mountains. And there was this one particular song by FKJ. It's this artist name. Uh, FKJ stands for French Kiwi Juice. He's on this uh, French label called Roche Music, one of my favorite labels. And it was just this beautiful like song by FKJ, like this beautiful uh, organic electronic music being paired with like the night hike, being paired with like the ocean views I could still see a little bit of. And I just felt like I was like trekking down in a dream. It was just like this uh, really cool moment like where the music just really matched you know the environment that i was in and then we eventually made it back down to the car with uh and then my phone died and then i was like wow like that was an experience never seen a sunset like that on top of a mountain peak and then i began to understand why people hike for sunsets but you got to bring a headlamp so always remember that if you're going to do a sunset hike Make sure to always bring a headlamp no matter what, or at least make sure that your phone is fully charged. And so that's how I discovered Sandstone Peak. It was a mixture of me not being a dancer anymore, me wanting to find something new for myself, you know, me getting a gym membership and wanting to do something different on the weekends, and also the Modern Hiker articles. All of that mixed together allowed me to discover Sandstone Peak. And you're probably wondering, you know, why is this peak so special to me? You know, besides everything that I just described, 
you know what I think it is? It's that it allowed it opened up my mind to the thought and feeling of I want to explore everything that the LA Great Outdoors has to offer. And then five months later, and uh, I believe it was the first week of September in 2017, I would go back to Sandstone Peak a second time. But this time around, I would experience it via the super scenic Mishmakwa Trail, which would later become my all-time favorite route and hike in all of Southern California. If you're not too familiar, the Mishimakwa Trail is a 6.1-mile loop that goes around the mountain and then goes up to Sandstone Peak. And on this day, I just want to recap this real quick. It was so ridiculous. It was the exact opposite of my first experience. It was 100 degrees outside, and I went with Mark Nieto again and our mutual friend, Melissa Brown. Now, I'll never forget, Melissa like just carried this one-gallon water, like the ones you get from 7-Eleven. Like she didn't even have a backpack. She was just carrying the one gallon of water, like the handle. And I was like, are you sure you want to carry it like that? Because you didn't have a backpack or anything. She was like, yeah, I'm good. I'll be fine. It was just like this funny visual of someone carrying like the actual like huge gallon water bottle. Anyways, um, the trail was just so gorgeous taking the Mishmakwa. There were so many different layers to it and landscapes. It felt like you're trekking through the land before time and that a dinosaur was going to pop up. There was just so many massive rock formations that were really unique, such as Balance Rock and all these other formations that I that had no name, but just looked really stunning and you know dramatic. It almost felt like you were hiking through like Zion, Zion a little bit. And there's also this mini forest area uh, where there's another landmark called Split Rock. And there's actually some picnic tables there. And this little forest is literally pops out of the blue. And this trail, you know, it's not very difficult, but it's uh, kind of long. And there's some like long inclines here and there, but it's very uh, doable, I would say. There's nothing really steep about it. It's just the gradual inclines and occasional flat sections here and there. Um, but the day was so damn hot. So, you know, if you're going to do a hike <laughs> in this kind of weather, definitely have a wide brim sun hat and enough water and electrolytes to help uh, combat heat exhaustion because that is a very real thing. But it was so damn hot that day, but we still had a good time at the summit when we reached Sandstone Peak and we did a little photo shoot and it was such a great day. About a year later from me doing Sandstone Peak via the Mishimako Trail, um, something terrible happened. And I know you all are going to remember this. The Wolsey slash Malibu fires ravaged that whole area. And that was on November 8th, 2018. And my goodness, guys, like when that happened and I saw the damage, you know, through people's content. And when I actually went back myself, you know, to go back to Sandstone Peak, it was just charred. It didn't look the same anymore especially the summit. The summit was like barren when there used to be a lot of like brush and like vegetation. And that just made me like super sad and depressed because this place had just, you know, you know, it meant so much to me and just to see it like wounded and hurt and just like, you know, destroyed by the fires was just so like, like it hurt. <laughs> it hit me in the gut. And so when that happened, you know, I 
didn't want to go back there because it just would make me sad. So from the years of like 2018 to 2020, you know, I started exploring more of the San Gabriel Mountains and getting more into peak bagging, you know, hitting the higher elevation hikes, you know, like Mount Baldy, Cucamonga Peak, Ontario Peak, and tackling a lot of the mountains in the SoCal Six Pack of Peaks Challenge. And then it was during this time that I now had a new favorite mountain, which was Mount Baldy, which is the tallest peak in Olivelli County at 10,064 feet. I always like saying on the podcast that it is our local Mount Everest, especially in the wintertime. You know, you can actually do real mountaineer training up there if you have that skill set. So for a good two years, I was always talking about Mount Baldy and mentioning that to everybody, all my friends other fellow hikers in the community. And I kind of, I kind of stopped talking about Sandstone Peak because I just put that, you know, thought of it and suppressed it just because I was so sad about that it didn't look the same because of the Malibu slash Woolsey wildfires. But 2021 became a really special year for me and Sandstone Peak because I found myself going back to it a lot more than prior because of my crewmate Machete Matt, aka Matt Kerr. For some reason, he was obsessed with like the moon, the full moon. So he'd always hit me up and say, hey, let's go to Sandstone Peak, but for the full moon. And I was like, okay, cool. I've never done a full moon hike or don't even know what the allure is or just didn't understand how epic a full moon hike could be. So this year, I went with him on maybe like four to five full moon hikes, and we'd always see the sunset as well, too. So it would be like a two for one special. You see the sun setting over the Pacific Ocean, and then you would turn around, and then the moon would be rising, and it would just be like the trippiest thing because that area is so dark. But since the full moon is rising, it lights up everything after the sun sets, and it feels like you're on another planet. Like you're on Tatooine or something from Star Wars. And I think one of the major things that just blows my mind away is each time we went there for a sunset slash full moon hike, it looked different each time. It was like its own unique experience because of the different elements that day. Like I remember one day there was a, a crazy sea of clouds, you know, surrounding the Mishmaka Trail and Sandstone Peak, blending in with the sunset. And it looked like uh, this one mountain was like the sun was like hitting it in such a way where it looked like a dragon <laughs> was going to come out behind it or something or something was breathing fire behind the mountain because the sky just looked so electric that day. And the it was just like all the different elements of Mother Nature were just giving us a spectacle and show. So there's always something different every time I go back, like something looks a little different about the ocean Something that looks a little different about the rock formations or how the sun is setting mixed in with the clouds or like the overcast of that specific hike whenever we did it. I always thought highly of Sandstone Peak as the most special place in my journey, but it was really this year, 2021, that solidified it as my favorite peak of all time. And this was because of all the full, full moon and sunset hikes that I did with my crewmates and friends who were either new to that area or new to the trail and Machete Mad was definitely a catalyst for me falling back in love with Sandstone Peak all over again. And this, this is really the super pro tip, as was mentioned in one of the latest uh, wild newsletters that the LA Times does. So shout outs to Mary Forgione. Uh, the super pro tip, like I keep mentioning, is if you can do Sandstone Peak 
for a full moon, it is just otherworldly. Like, just trust me, do it, and then report back to me and let me know how the experience was. And right now, I want to talk about my most recent Sandstone Peak hike um, because it was just so special. It might have been my top, my top two Sandstone Peak hikes ever out of all these years. And of course, I went with my crewmates. Machete Matt was there and also Deanna Yearling. And we went on Saturday, December 18th for the full moon. And December 18th was a Saturday, so it was just perfect like scheduling-wise. And my goodness, guys, like it's really hard to describe what we saw that day and the views we saw. We didn't even do it via the Mishmakwa route. We did it just the main route, the direct route. We went 1.5 miles up and 1.5 miles down. But two days prior to us doing Sandstone Peak, you know, it, there was a big storm that hit and there was a lot of rain. So if you're all familiar, if you hit a hike a day or two after the rain, the sky is so clear. And so when we did Sandstone Peak on this day, we could see the ocean so far out. We could see Catalina Island, the Channel Islands, and we could see just so much around us. Like there was no overcast. There was no clouds. There was no nothing. I remember that... um, when we reached Sandstone Peak and we saw the sun setting, the moon was already risen above us. So it was like this crazy like moment where we were like, we were so distracted. We didn't know what to appreciate more, like the sunset or the moon or both at the same time. It's like we had ADD. Um, and also when we reached the summit, the Mount uh, Allen plaque, there is a uh, there's like a opening or a drawer or a registry, I, th- I think is what you call it. And I left a notepad there a few weeks before, uh, ago. And the notepad now was full of messages from people that reached the summit and people in the community. Someone even wrote, someone even drew a beautiful mountain in it. And there was just so many beautiful messages in there and also really funny ones and also messages that just didn't make sense. <laughs> but um, I left that notepad up there and it was just really cool to uh, you know, read the messages that it was filled with filled in with, you know, while appreciating a sunset and the full moon. And the colors were just all blending together. There was like this orange with purple with yellow hue just hitting like the the figs of the trees. And it was just like when I kept looking all around me, I was like, whoa, like I've never seen Sandstone Peak like this before at the summit. And I think it was because the sun was like at the same height as the moon and they were just like hitting everything and beaming all the different mountain peaks and the uh, the brush around us. It was just like Mother Nature was just simply showing off. You know, the sun was setting over the Pacific Ocean and the mountain coast range in front of us. And then the moon was rising behind us over a lake. I forgot to mention that the moon was rising over a lake that I'd never really noticed before. And when I did more research, I think the lake is Lake Sherwood or Lake Eleanor. And... It was just so trippy because normally when I would descend down from Sandstone Peak, even if there was a full moon, I wouldn't notice the lake, actually. But on this particular hike, I finally noticed it. And I was like, whoa, like this is really trippy. Like, I've never seen this before. And we have a lake around this area as a view. Um, If you're listening to this episode, let me know if it's Lake Sherwood or Lake Eleanor. I'm really curious. 
after we enjoyed our time at the summit, I want to say we probably stayed there for like 45 minutes. Um, we didn't even watch the sun fully set because it got really damn cold. Like really cold, meaning we needed gloves and a down jacket to keep us warm and a beanie. Um, yeah, winter hiking in LA can get pretty cold. So you got to be prepared always with your layers. So that's another tip, you know, if you're getting into uh, doing sunset hikes, it can get cold out of the blue. So make sure to have a down jacket, a rain jacket, a beanie, and even gloves just in case. You never know. So as we descended down and the full moon was out, we didn't need any headlamps because it was just shining on the trail. It was just so perfect because it just naturally lit up, you know, all the switchbacks. Or was it switchbacks? No, just it just lit down the route that we had to go back down to the trailhead. So that was such a treat. So when you go down Sandstone Peak during a full moon hike, you literally have the moon in front of you the whole time shining over this lake. So it's like you're just watching a show. It's almost like you wish you had popcorn with you while you're going down the trail because it's just so beautiful. And then there was a moment when uh, I think we were halfway down uh, the hike and we were looking away from the full moon towards the ocean and we could see the stars all lit up. It was so clear because like I mentioned, it just had rained two days prior. So the night sky was full of bright stars and there was one star in particular. It was Saturn. That's what Matt mentioned. It was just shining so bright. I didn't know if that was a star or not. And it just was like showing off like so stunning, so spectacular and we took like a good like five minutes and just stared at it in silence. And we were just like, wow, this is this is unreal. We're getting everything on this. Like we're seeing stars, super bright stars. We're seeing a full moon. We're seeing the Pacific Ocean. We're seeing this lake. We're also getting the city lights. I keep forgetting, like when you do Sandstone Peak as a night hike, there's actually certain like little cities in the distance that are lit up. So you also get that view and experience as well. So we finally got back down to the trailhead and I just had the biggest smile on my face. And I was like, this was the most perfect way to experience Sandstone Peak, you know, for 2021. Like it couldn't have ended better. And like I mentioned, I always thought so highly of Sandstone Peak as the most special place in my journey. But it was really 2021 that solidified this. And this hike especially solidified it even more. I also have to mention that Sandstone Peak continues to hold a special place in my heart because this was the first peak that I hosted my first collaboration hike with another group, that being We Explore Earth. So shout out to Will Vasquez, uh, the founder of We Explore Earth. And this was back in mid-June. And I always remember when we were brainstorming, you know, uh, what hike would we would do as our first collaboration. And as we were going through options, I just told him like, dude, one of my favorite hikes of all time is Sandstone Peak, but we specifically got to do it during sunset. And I remember share, uh, sending him all the photos and he was like really impressed that like the the shots that I took and he was like down with uh, the idea of doing it. So it was so wild because we did this collaboration sunset hike to Sandstone Peak. Uh, we did it via the Mishmakwa Trail. So it was like a 6.1 mile uh, loop route. And we decided to host it on a Friday afternoon for sunset. 
And, you know, Fridays can be really crazy logistically, you know, with the traffic, especially in L.A. to get anywhere. But on that day, we still pulled over like 40, over 45 plus hikers that made it to the hike. And that was kind of a special moment because it just really showed that, you know, with my brand and the Just Trek community and also, you know, We Explore Earth, that people were willing to make that drive and be out there with us and allowed us to lead them on this sunset hike that a lot of people, I remember that uh, when we asked people to raise their hands, if they never did Sandstone Peak, it was like 80% of the attendees had never done this hike before. So it was so special to show all these people a place that was so, you know, major in my journey, you know, where I found myself more, where I discovered my true North, you know, and I was hoping that, you know, from the hike that they would also uh, take something away from it and get inspiration from it. And hopefully it would be a new uh, favorite hike of theirs as well. And as we were doing the hike, just to recap that real quick, just seeing everyone's faces, you know, on the Mishmako Trail, like captivated by the views, captivated by the really unique and large rock formations that um, that the Santa Monica Mountains, you know, blesses you with. And then when we reached the summit, we got there right like 10 minutes right before the sunset and everyone was just enjoying each other, enjoying the landscape enjoying the sun hitting all the different mountain layers around us. And then there was a moment where I brought my, I always bring on all the group hikes, this uh, portable magic mic, this portable karaoke mic, instead of uh, using that large, um, I don't know what you call it, that large megaphone that a lot of people sometimes use for like events. And Will and I said a little something, you know, at the top, just thanking people for being there. And I remember when it was my turn, you know, to say a little something to everybody at the summit, I got a bit emotional because I was like, whoa, dude, like I'm up here where the journey really, where the journey really first started in my mind, you know, and really got me into loving hiking and getting outdoors. And we brought all these people up here to share this area. Like that just got to me because I could tell that people were really, you know, taking a lot from the day overall. So to have everyone up there, you know, with me and Will was just such a special moment. You know, we were all um, experiencing the same thing, experience a majestic sunset at Sandstone Peak. And I noticed from that day, that's when a lot of uh, really close friendships started forming. You know, I noticed people started hiking with each other on different adventures, you know, going on their own routes, hosting their own hikes, and also like joining each other's like hiking communities. Like, it was really cool to just see how things after that hike developed for each individual. So that was a most special um, collaboration hike. And my first collaboration hike, and it was on Sandstone Peak where the journey truly began for me. Lastly, here are my final thoughts. Thank you, Sandstone Peak. You allowed me to reinvent myself as this much more outdoor-centric person, and you really helped me to discover my true north during a time I just felt lost and uninspired. And that's actually what the Just Trek logo represents. It's a mountain inside of a north-pointing compass arrow, which symbolizes finding true north, discovering your purpose and why in life. This is life's never-ending trek, trying to find that constant, that north star that keeps us aligned and on the right path. 
And for me, being outdoors helps tremendously with that. My true north is nothing dramatic. I simply want to help improve people's lives through inspiring conversations through this podcast, outdoor experiences, group hikes, and just engaging in informative online content. Also, it's never too late to reinvent yourself. The power of reinvention is so crucial to evolving throughout your life. We have to learn to shed off the old skin like a snake that no longer serves us and where we want to go in life. Whether that be getting rid of toxic habits, learning certain people in your life go, seeking a therapist to start the healing and be the catalyst for you building yourself back up to be the best version of yourself. Just to take it back to Sandstone Peak again, you know, being up there during sunset, it just opened up my mind that there's a whole world out there ready to explore. And it led me to becoming an avid hiker, adventurer, and it just reinvigorated my soul. It reignited my creative spirit, which eventually led me to becoming a podcaster, and most importantly, has immersed me with you, the most incredible community of listeners a host could ever ask for. I truly mean that. You all keep the fire alive within me with your feedback, messages, and that you all are truly listening. So let's keep elevating one another up the mountain and in life. I also want to say, as 2022 is right here right now, just keep on trekking. All that matters in life is that you are simply progressing, even if it's slowly. One foot in front of the other, just like going up the mountain. It's okay to feel stuck and to go through the motions of whatever you're going through. You got to feel the emotions for sure, but you can't dwell in it too long. You need tools to help you take your life back in happiness. Whether that be hiking, painting, biking, dancing, riding, I don't know, running, mountaineering, whatever that is. Always have a few tools that you can go to. Because if one tool is taken away from you, you can use the other ones. Also, make sure to check out the Santa Monica Mountains in general if you have not already. I know a lot of you might be more familiar with the hikes and peaks of the San Gabriel Mountains or even the San Bernardino Mountains, but trust me, the Santa Monica Mountains have so much to offer and is such a special place. It has countless coastal ocean treks, and you can even feel that big peak experience with some of the hikes like Sandstone Peak, Saddle Peak, Tri-Peaks, and more, because its immediate surroundings are the ocean, so you feel extremely high up. It's even got the Backbone Trail, which is an incredible through-hiking route and is one of SoCal's best-kept secrets. I believe it's around 69 to 70 miles uh, long total. Also, one of the biggest perks is that a lot of these hikes in this area are next to the ocean, so you can hit the beach right after and make it a whole day with the friends and fam. Even just driving up to a lot of these hikes are super scenic because you can take the Pacific Coast Highway, a.k.a. the PCH, and go through Pacific Palisades in Malibu. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the end of the show. Thank you for listening to my first episode of the new year. I hope you took something from it to help you on your journey. I appreciate you so much. Let's keep inspiring, motivating, and elevating each other up the mountain and in life. And I end this episode with a question. What was the mountain or peak that changed your life? Let me know by tagging a screenshot of this episode on whatever platform you're listening to and tag us on just.trek, that is J-U-S-T, 
T-R-E-K. I really am oh so curious. All right, Just Trek crew, Just Trek fam. This concludes the episode. Your host, Just Rock, Just Trek podcast, Elevation is our recreation, and I am out. Peace. Thank you, gracias, and salamat for tuning in to the entire episode. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are streaming on all the major platforms. If you want to send me a message, email justtrekofficial at gmail.com or slide in my DMs on Instagram at just.trek or on my personal at justrock, J-U-S-T-R-O-C. If you would like to support my creative endeavors, check out the merch store on justtrek.net slash shop. For more outdoor inspiration, make sure to check out our website. We have blogs, vlogs, and trip reports. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a wonderful day, and please remember to just keep on trekking.